From the heart of Rune Terror, this is League of Legends Radio with your host, Ponderous Sea Lion. Hello, Summoners, and welcome to another episode of League of Legends Radio. I'm recording this in my underwear, and you know what? Nobody can tell me a single damn thing about it. So let's get into this episode. All right, guys, before we start talking about preseason, yes, this is the preseason episode, so that'll be fun. But before we do that, I just want to talk a little bit about the show and a little bit about some improvements that are hopefully going to be coming. First improvement is at improveyourleague.com. They actually had me as a guest on their podcast hosted by Chinfinger, or I guess he's Spective now, Jordan Williams. He was uh, in the second episode that I ever did back when I sucked really bad. So if you guys want to go check that out, I'll link it in the description. It's also on iTunes. The other thing is that I have next week off, and so I'm really going to be trying to put together a list of things that I can improve about the show, like I want to work on my transitions a bit. I'm going to move recording software, just some general stuff like that, and hopefully that will all improve the general quality of the show and of the listening that you get. So that's another thing that's coming up. While I do have that week off, I might do some live streaming. I will definitely tweet out if I'm going to do a live stream. So you guys should come check me out. I'm still considering doing a 24-hour live stream, not super certain what I want to do about that, but that'll be linked in the description as well. Just click every link in the description and I'll love you forever. But anyways, without further ado, let's talk preseason. Yeah, so do you guys remember when I was talking about my hopes for the preseason and I mentioned them removing crit? <laughs> uh, removing crit. I think it was actually smart. They just make it so that every champion who uses crit automatically gets 100% so that they're just even more obnoxious to deal with. At least it's not RNG reliant anymore. I mean, that's nice, but um, yeah, this update annoys the crap out of me. My main issue with this new update, this year of the AD carry as it's being called, is why are we focusing so much of our attention onto a single class of champions while not doing a whole lot to the rest. Like, I get the Juggernauts bruisers in general just sort of got looked at, so I guess they're off the hook, but it really, making an entire update to make the game AD carry-centric is not really good. And it would, it's not that it's because they're doing it around AD carries. It's doing making huge gameplay updates focused around one role is never a super good thing. The one role I think they can sort of get away with it is support because it's hard for supports to be overbearing. There was that time in Season 4 when they would all start Doran's shield and just do more damage than the AD carry, and just that was terrible. But it's behind us. It's in the past. Riot learned from it, and they just nerfed everyone else and in the process. That was cool. Anyways, AD carries as a role, they... Got a lot of complaints in Season 5 for being weak. I say good riddance. Um, and I also say that's kind of BS. I don't think that 80 carries were ever that weak. And the only people that were saying that were 80 carry mains. 
Sorry to put you guys on blast, just like everyone else does, but I never really saw 80 carries being too weak. And <laughs> I just loved seeing 80 carries get blown up by Zed and then <laughs> just asking, why can he do that? He's an assassin and I'm an 80 carry. Why can't I kill him 1v1? And when the Riven would jump on them and they would just get 100 to 0 comboed, like, that's not fair. How come Riven can do that? I don't have a 100 to 0 combo. It's called auto attacking five times, but I digress. Really, 80 carries were still doing the job that they needed to do last season. At n Never in the history of ever did a team just not pick an 80 carry because they were too weak. Which sounds dumb, but you, you know what I'm getting at. That 80 carries were never underwhelmingly weak, in my opinion, because, yeah, they are hard to play and a lot of stuff can kill them, but that's kind of the way it's supposed to be. They're supposed to be, if they remain untouched, they're going to shred your entire team, but if they misstep, then, you know, they're dead. That's that's what you get for playing an 80 carry. Uh, until you get this update, and then we just get 80 carries who just deal a ton of damage, don't really need to do a whole lot of work to get to that tons of damage. And I just, I don't, I don't, this entire patch just irritates me. Focusing the game around one class is never a good idea because it's not League of 80 carries, it's League of Legends. And if you wanted to just focus it around 80 carries, that's fine. You could do another patch where you focus on 80 carries, but rolling out six reworks in one patch is just a balancing nightmare. And I mean, preseason always is, but... Like, you don't have to exacerbate it by releasing six freaking reworks in one patch. Like, that's just asking for terrors. I mean, I don't know. Graves, that's interesting. Um, just in general, I don't really care for this patch. I don't think that it was a very... I feel like it was a very broad-stroked brush that they used for this patch and I don't really know why because the the 80 carry changes tons of new itemization tons of reworks tons of new toys all that jazz that everyone likes and and it was all very you know grand and sweeping and parades etc it was a very large up and loud update I'll say and the same thing with a lot of the other changes, like the Rift Herald, is, it's a mini Baron. It's just right up in your face, like, look at me, I'm here now. <laughs> I exist. And I don't really mind the Rift Herald update, but, or the Rift Herald part of the update, I should say. It, it just, I felt like the game wasn't, besides a few outlier champions, wasn't in a horrible spot. I hate the tank meta, but I hate this meta worse, because... Games are just made so much more snowbally. Like, you guys might, you guys might remember from an earlier episode. I don't remember which one it was, but I was talking about how I felt like mid-game really encompasses the spirit of League of Legends, of the map-wide rotations, the getting objectives as a team, because it's not League of Laning, and it's not League of 
bundle up with your team and hope to God that your support doesn't get picked while trying to clear a ward. Like, those are parts of League of Legends, but for me, they're not true League of Legends. Whereas mid-game, that 15 to 20, 15 to 30 minute mark is like really cool League of Legends gameplay. But I just, I don't get why making the game so centric around laning is a good update because snowball mechanics, in my opinion, tilt people really badly. Having your game lost because your top lane lost while you were playing AD carry is really annoying because there's nothing you could have done to prevent that loss besides get more fed, and that's not really a fix. That's just hoping that you are facing a bad laner. Like, if you go even in laning, and then the game just turns into a stomp because of your top laner, that's really annoying, and that's what this patch is. Most games are completely decided by the 20-minute mark. I've surrendered at 20. Granted, I've been playing badly, but I've surrendered at 20, like, almost as much... Almost as many times as I haven't this patch, which is bad, because who the hell has fun surrendering at 20? Nobody. I I get that people are complaining about games being too long in seasons 4 and 5, but at the same time, use some damn moderation, Riot. We don't need these, these crazy short games. Just find a happy medium in the middle. Sorry if I just, like, am complaining about everything, but I hate this patch. Like, this is the most unbalanced patch I've seen in forever. So, I guess, now that I've complained about stuff generally, let's go into some of the itemization updates. Why are we trying to make Trinity Force an item for AD carries? Like, why does it need 20% crit is all I'm interested in knowing. Like, it, who buys it? Ezreal, Corky, and neither of those champions, well, Corky more so than Ezreal, and I mean Ezreal can be played like a traditional AD carry, but regardless, neither of those champions are really considered traditional AD carries, so to speak, who are the build Infinity Edge, build Phantom Dancer, sit back and shoot people. That's not really them, they cast their AD carries which is why we're adding crit chance onto all the caster AD carry items like Trinity Force and Essence Reaver. Because reasons. I think I saw it best on this post I saw that was, hey, so they're saying that a lot of the itemization updates are crit-focused and don't really benefit champions that, you know, used to rush Blade of the Ruined King or other items like Ezreal and Corky. So what do you think we should do? Dude, you know it would be so troll? What? if we made them want crit by putting it on Essence Reaver and Trinity Force. Oh, dude, that's so troll. Yeah, let's do that. And then, you know, the whole thing is about them. Yeah, anyways, it was stupid, but I liked it, and it made me laugh because I have the mind of a four-year-old. Um, Regardless of my rambling, which you're used to by now, I'm sure, unless you're new, in which case I apologize, but and I could write my college thesis on crit being bad, but crit chance is one of the worst mechanics in League of Legends to date. It should have been removed a long time ago in Season 1, but it wasn't, and so now we've got this relic of RNG, the only, or one of the very few cases of RNG that we still have available and easy to witness in the game. Like, if you recall, 
some of my veteran players, uh, items like Phage, used to have a 25% chance to slow the enemy when you auto-attack them. That was turned into a speed-up for the attacker. That was a flat amount that applied on every hit. Dodge runes were removed. All these examples of RNG were just taken out of the game because people hated them. <laughs> sorry, to hearth- sorry to all my Hearthstone players, but RNG has no place in almost any competitive game because, it, yeah, you can make the argument that it's a risk versus reward measuring spectrum, but at the end of the day, luck is just a bad factor in a skill-based game that doesn't really leave anyone feeling satisfied. Like, if you crit three times in a row in a duel you should have lost, but you get three lucky crits and so you win it, you don't really feel like you outplayed the person. Like, both of you know what happened, and it's not a satisfying victory for you, and it's an extremely frustrating loss for the other person. So, at at no point does crit make people feel good about their ability in League of Legends. It just... I don't know. I really hate crit. I really dislike crit, and I don't know why Riot didn't didn't make the effort. You know, that that's really what it comes down to. <laughs> if I'm going to be going to be a little savage and go in on Riot games here, but the Riot didn't make the effort to get rid of crit. They could have. I I truly do believe that they could have. They're good at they're they're pretty visionary when it comes to stuff like that. Like they usually have pretty creative solutions. They're the kings of the solutions to the problems that we didn't know we had, like mana pots <laughs> being bad for gameplay or something. I don't know. I thought that was a funny change. It just doesn't make sense why we would turn crit from this mechanic that everyone hates into this mechanic that everyone still hates but is now more prevalent. Like, I guess having them on the other me champions on 80% crit is better than 50% because... You just have to assume that they'll crit on every auto attack, but I mean, I don't know. It just doesn't seem that great. Played against a Jinx that, or actually with a Jinx, with a Jinx, and it was great. I was playing Kha'Zix. She was playing Jinx. I was playing like trash. I was like AFK till the four minute mark because I was doing something, and then um, I was like four and nine, and then I got a pentakill. Anyways, off track. But this Jinx, her build, I don't remember what it was. But she had a hundred percent crit chance, and I think she had Bloodthirster and Essence Reverse. So, you know, what? I think I can try and remember it. It was Zerker's Greaves, Bloodthirster, Essence Reaver, Infinity Edge, that cannon thing, Rapid Cannon, Cannon Attacker, Cannon Zap, Shocky Cannon. I don't know. It's the one with the can Firecracker Cannon. That sounds. Not quite correct. Anyways, okay, regardless, the cannon item and Phantom Dancer. So she had a ton of attack speed, a ton of lifesteal. She was running the crit thing, so she got even more healing than she got from her two lifesteal items. And she was just, it was the most broken thing I've ever seen. She had 100% crit. She crit on every auto attack. She was near the cap of attack speed. She hit the cap of attack speed with her minigun. And it was just absolute carnage. Like, I, I didn't deserve the pentakill I got at all. It, it belonged to her, but I took every kill like a scumbag bastard. And I got the credit for the pen. Anyways, it was just, it was not, it was disgusting. 
It was disgusting to watch her do that to the enemy team. Because you've all played against a fed jinx. You know that there's no stopping it. And, but I've, I've still never seen that kind of damage with no armor shred. Because who needs to shred armor when you can just crit on every auto attack and armor got nerfed, you know? Like, why did they nerf armor right before they did this rework stuff? I don't get it. <laughs> Sometimes I just, I wonder if Riot, like, even thinks about their game balance as a whole. Or if, I feel like that's one of Riot's issues, is that they don't balance the game, like, cohesively. Does that make any sense? They balance the game more around, hey, this looks like a cool change. Let's make this change. Hey, this looks like a cool change. And and they treat each each change as an isolated thing. So that's what happens when you've got, you know, champions like Warwick with the new Feral Flare or Warwick with the new Sated Devour. And then they nerf Sated Devour and Warwick in the same patch, or they nerf Sejuani and Cinderhulk in the same patch. And then they wonder why these champions get gutted and just sit there stagnant. It they they have this funny thing that they do where they don't really take into account other changes they're making. So they just sort of kick people while they're down, or you end up with this crap with AD carries where they nerf armor a couple patches ago and they release this all this crazy crit chance stuff that just makes 80 carries completely broken. And then they they scratch their heads wondering what happened when they've got this completely unbalanced piece of garbage running around. <laughs> it just, it pains me to see this happen over and over again because it, this is not the first time this has happened. This is a really bad preseason though. I don't know. I don't know guys. Maybe I'm just overreacting because I suck at this game now kind of do it's actually really sad i haven't been playing well recently but not that anyone cares <laughs> okay just start telling solo queue stories that'd actually be a fun segment just sharing some solo queue stories let's put away in my mental file cabinet and and you'll all think i've forgotten about it but then three years down the road when we're in season 10, preseason 10 of, or 9. Math is hard. <laughs> Math is difficult. When we're in preseason 9 of League of Legends, I'll just bring it out. Solo queue moments with Ponderous Sea Line. And I'm not going to have any listeners left because you'll all die horrible deaths before then. Anyways, fun times, fun times, fun times had by all. I don't know what I was talking about, but. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what I'm forgetting to mention on this preseason that I hate. Oh, yeah. Why are we fixing things that aren't broken? Like, Riot also has this thing where they just completely overlook the simplest issues. Like, why do we need to remove mana potions? I know they gave context for it, but, like, sometimes all the context in the world doesn't override common sense. Yes, mana pots benefit some champions more than others. You know what else benefits some champions more than others? Every item in League of Legends. Ginsu's Rage Blade, not the best purchase on Nunu. It, 
Why would you be building Bloodthirster on Anivia? Like, some items benefit other champions more than others. Some items are more cost-effective on some champions than others. That's how the game works. Giving that as a reason for removing mana potions is stupid. I feel like Riot... Like I said, they're they're visionary in a lot of ways with how they design their game, but sometimes you just need to bring visionary people back to Earth and talk to them using common sense. That's Riot's balance team. That's their game design team. You just need to sometimes sit them down and say, no, you don't need to remove mana potions. You know why? Because yes, mana potions are better on Anivia than Zed. That's okay. That's how League of Legends works. You're saying that it's a cost-effective purchase on certain champions and not on others. Great. That's how it is. That's how League of Legends works. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy here, but I feel like they're just fixing things that aren't broke. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. (sighs) Same thing with removing green wards and moving it to trinkets and making that complicated. Warding is something that I suck at, so I'm not talking as someone who's partial, like... I feel like if I don't buy wards, me, I and my team, my team and I, there we go, my team and I should be punished for me not buying wards because I'm not buying wards. That's that's bad. You need to buy wards. And so we're removing green wards because trinkets, and it's another dumbing down of the game. <sighs> like, no one thought that the warding system was particularly bad bad except maybe support mains who wanted to be able to place more wards but but overall people didn't really see a huge issue with the way that warding was working you know and and one thing that i've always wanted to see implemented that hasn't been implemented and i mean maybe it would be a little bit more difficult is having like a ward slot or a slot in your items inventory for wards although that would be a little bit hard to balance for the late game when everyone's just got a pink ward out and they're three green wards and nobody ever gets picked and nobody dies and it just drags games out. I don't know. I feel like preseason is supposed to be a time of wonder and joy and really, really bad balance. <laughs> but I-, I like that Riot's trying new things, but I feel like nothing they've tried this preseason has been truly, like, spectacular, you know? Which sounds really stupid, but I feel like none of the changes have been particularly inspirational. I don't feel like... I haven't seen anything this preseason and been like, wow, that's a really cool idea. Rift Herald is the best idea they've had this preseason, and I will give them credit for Rift Herald, but the other stuff, it's just... I don't know. It, It just... I feel like it's sort of boring and not particularly inspired. Like, we're putting a lot of crit on these items and then we're buffing AD carries and we're nerfing armor because we want your life to be hell. If you like to play tanks, which I don't, but, you know, whatever. I I don't... I don't know. I don't know everything about game balance and I don't know what it's like to work for Riot Games and to have millions of people staring at your every decision that you make. 
it sounds extremely stressful, but at the same time, just because it's a difficult job and it's hard to please everyone, I can't just sit here and not hold Riot accountable for when they screw up. And I think that this preseason is a screw up. And I don't, I'm okay with Riot failing in new ways. And that's something that you probably heard from your elementary school teacher. But seeing them try super awesome new things like the Mordekaiser rework when it didn't go as planned. I honestly didn't give them as much flack for that as I did for a lot of their other failures in reworks because, you know, I hand it to them. They tried. They did something new. They tried. It just didn't work this time. But with this, they haven't done anything particularly new and exciting, and it still just flopped because I feel like it was like sort of half-assed and not really geared in any one direction besides, hey guys, what if AD carries? And that was kind of their logic behind this entire patch. And I I don't know, it just, it nothing seems super fresh this patch. Nothing seems super new this patch. And nothing really draws me to keep playing League of Legends this patch. I'm not quitting. It's going to take a hell of a lot for me to quit this game that I've put, uh, Oh, a couple hundred hours into a couple thousand. What's the difference? <laughs> Basically, if I quit at this point, I've just wasted my entire life playing this game. Anyways, that's depressing, but really, I mean, so I'm hoping that Riot does something to fix this patch. If they can tweak the 80 carries the hell down. Like, calm down, Graves. You're you're not that cool. And bring some of the other outliers into check and <sighs> fix crit items. <laughs> not this preseason, probably not next preseason, probably never preseason. But I can always dream that someday we will live in a world without crit. Until that day, I'm Ponderous Sea Lion. And this preseason sucks. <laughs> Thank you for downloading this episode of League of Legends Radio. As always, I'm going to nag at you to follow me on Twitter, so follow me on Twitter at LO Legends Radio. Don't forget to check out the podcast that I was on with Jordan at the ImproveYourLeague.com podcast. That's going to be linked in the description to iTunes and to the website. Don't forget to tell a single friend about me. If you tell one friend about me, if everyone tells one friend about me, then it just really immensely helps me out. Even if half of you, even if a quarter of you, even if 10 of you just tell one single friend about me, that could really help me out, gain gain more listeners, grow my listenership. And, you know, I, I just, yeah, I'd really appreciate it if you guys would tell people about me. Because I really love doing this and I love getting out my content to as many people as possible. So if you know people who like to play League of Legends, like to listen to podcasts, maybe, you know, just send them a quick message like, hey, there's this uh, super cool guy named Ponderous Sea Lion. He's got this podcast. 
and uh, you know you should check it out. Just be cool. Be cool, man. Like be cool about it when you tell them. <sighs> I just don't tell them about anything that I actually say or how my personality actually is because I do want them to actually check it out. So <laughs> thank you guys for downloading this episode once again. I'm Ponderous Sea Lion, and I'll catch you on the flippity flop with your one friend. This has been League of Legends Radio.